do me dear to my heart. Um, it is a campaign that um, I uh, came up with when I was drunk. Um, and, uh, and it's a campaign that has been hugely successful um, in uh, connecting people who cannot see uh, with audio. And um, it's, 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 it's something that is, uh, is, is, is a, a thing that you do on a daily basis as a broadcaster, um, but it's something that, uh, that, that, that we were able to highlight and we were able to, um, to do, um, and we effectively uh, was, were able to go out um, into, in, into our community, which is essentially what we are. We are a community-based radio station um, that speaks to a campus audience, um, and we were able to impact deeply the lives of 46 visually impaired students. Um, so let me give you a, a little bit of a backstory. So the, the campaign is called Here the Sites, or the campaign was called Here the Sites. What we did was we, um, we, we looked at the charity events that we uh, have done previously in the past. And when a station stagnates, um, and I'm sure a lot of you um, have, have picked up that there, there, there are some stations, and Tax of M is guilty of this um, as well, and when a station stagnates, um, what they do is they just do the same thing over and over again. So we did a Woolly Winter campaign in 2014, then we did a Woolly Winter campaign in, in 2015, and then in 2016 we renovated it, and it was a Winty Woolly, what? A Winter Woolly campaign. It was exactly the same thing three years in a row. Um, and, uh, and, and, and that stagnation um, is felt. Um, by your listener. That stagnation, your listener looks at you and goes, hang on though, you haven't done anything new. Um, so the idea came from that, but it also came from something very simple. Um, this young lady over here, uh, her name is Max Membe. She's our um, presenter unit leader. So she's in charge of the unit leaders um, at the station. Um, Max started broadcasting about a year and a half ago. Um, and uh, Max, when she was, Max joined the, the, the station when she was 17. She's the first person under the age of 18 that we put on air, um, and uh, we have not regretted that, um, because Max is fucking awesome. Um, the thing about Max, though, was, and for those of you who've ever broadcast, um, you have a very good relationship with your programming manager, but you sometimes have a very frustrating relationship with your program manager. And uh, Max and I did a crit on a Friday afternoon. I will never forget this because we were sitting in a crit and, uh, or an air check, um, and I, um, I said to her, you, you, you're on the right path, but I don't know what's wrong. Because her shows were there, like she was talking to the right people and she was doing the right things, but they, they, there wasn't that spark, there wasn't that connection um, between the listener. And, and, and if you look at audio and you look at where um, audio goes, connection is everything, connection is key. Um, and, and I said to her, look, Max, I know that I'm being a bit vague, but, but uh, you are not, you, you're, not, you're not reaching the audience 100%. And she looked at me and she said, okay, cool, you've just told me to go to Park Station, but you haven't told me on what train. And this happened to me as a broadcaster years and years and years ago. I was sitting in a crit, and uh, Tim's uncle looked at me after I'd done a, a, a link that was basically five minutes of nothing. And he said to me, Mark, do you kids dig this shit, eh? And I looked at him and I realized that no, kids do not dig this shit. So, um, so, so, so the whole critting process is, 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 is an extremely frustrating one. I get that. Um, but the critting process is necessary. So, so all of a sudden, there was a, there was a need for for me as a programming manager to, to, because Max was not the only person who was, who was going through this. Um, there were other broadcasters who were, who were feeling um, as though they were, um, they were feeling as though they weren't connecting with their audience as well. And so we, so there was a need for me to train and be better at my job. And as a programming manager who came into a radio station that was frustratingly, um, not hitting its target, this was a big thing for me. And I needed to, 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 to find a way to get 
Max from Park Station to Hatfield on the car train, if that makes sense. Um, so what we did was, and this is something that I'd like you to take away from this, especially if you're a presenter. How many presenters are in the house today, by the way? Okay, cool. This is some advice that I picked up, and this is some advice that, that, that I actually, that somebody taught me um, in a crit um, when I was critting them, uh, is when you are looking for inspiration, don't go looking in the obvious places. When you want to improve your radio show, don't listen to DJ Fresh. Don't listen to Chris James. Don't listen to whoever, because then you are going to end up sounding like that person on air. And this is the biggest thing. Um, I use the example of somebody who does covers in a, in, in a bar or a club. If you want to be the best rapper in the world and you only do Kendrick Lamar covers, nobody is going to carry on listening to you because they may as well just go and listen to Kendrick Lamar. So what's the point of doing it on radio? Don't do covers on radio is the point that I'm trying to make. And, and so inspiration for me especially because um, my mom calls me a divergent thinker, um, which is a very nice way of saying that I don't think cleverly. I do dumb shit and learn like that. Um, the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is I found inspiration in a place that I really didn't expect to find it. Uh, the gentleman on the screen over here, um, his name is Rodney Mullen. Um, I really don't expect anybody in this room to know who he is. Okay, that's fine, calm down, it's fine. <laughs> um, but Rodney Mullen uh, is a skateboarder who um, has founded a whole bunch of foundations. Um, he's gone on to do um, all sorts of things, but Rodney Mullen uh, is essentially known as the, as, as, as the father of street skateboarding. Um, so what happened with Rodney Mullen was, uh, he, was, he, he, was he was very, very successful when he was very young. Um, a whole bunch of sponsors threw a whole bunch of money at him, and then the landscape of skateboarding changed and new stuff started coming into play. So instead of going from A to B on your skateboard and doing a trick, uh, you had to go from A to B on a half pipe. Um, and gravity sort of came into play and then equipment came into play. And Rodney Mullen took a step back and he said, okay, cool, I can't be part of this anymore. I'm no longer good enough to compete at the level that I need to be. His sponsors took away the hundreds of millions of rands because he wasn't selling anything. Um, and in the, in, the, in the early 80s, sorry, in the, in, in the, in, in the late 80s, going into 1991, um, he went off of the grid for a year. And what Rodney Mullen did, and you can see it in this photo, is he took a very, very, very complex medium at that stage, and he simplified it. He took every single aspect that was his biggest weakness, and he turned it into his strength. And basically what he did was, he built a concrete um, sort of area in his, in his back, uh, backyard, and all he did for a full year was practice making art, for lack of a better term, doing tricks um, on, on a flat piece of concrete. So now you've taken out these fancy fucking half pipes and, and all of this equipment that, 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 that you need, and now you have one thing. It's a skateboard, and that's it. And I watched his TED talk at, uh, at, at the University of, of, of South Carolina um, where he talks about innovating from the ground up. And this was directly after I had just walked out of a, a very frustrating crit with Max and I went, okay, cool, we need to start from the ground. And this is something that we as radio people don't do. We come to these conferences and we listen to Kevin Fine um, very, very eloquently talking about his radio station, which is Jack Rand FM, and how they are reaching the levels that they're reaching because of the resources that they've got and because of the, the strategies that they've got. And we sit and we go, hang on, we don't have that. CUT, Tux FM, MFM, Puck FM, 
we don't have millions and millions and millions of rands. So let's not try and compete with them. Let's take it a step back. Let's take away the equipment. Let's take away the half pipe. And let's take it back to what it actually is. And radio is one thing. It is a person telling a story to another person. Ken. So this, I'll come back to, to, to Rodney Mullen in a bit. Um, because Rodney Mullen is the reason why my mom and I had our first fight ever. Um, my mom didn't let me skateboard because she knows how much of uh, how accident prone I am to to uh, to, to, to to skateboarding. Um, but I'm going to come back to my mom and Rodney Mullen as, in a second. Uh, the other thing that uh, that 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 is quite relevant in terms of innovating um, is innovating in terms of giving back. Now. We as a radio station, we do charity events because, uh, because, because it's something that, that, that we as a corporate society um, have ingrained in ourselves. If you don't do a charity event, are you really reaching your, 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 your community, which is the best thing and it's the best attitude to have. But innovating whilst giving back is something that is very, very difficult to do. So a big thing that is, that is close to me and a big um, part of, 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 of what we do at, at Tux FM, um, we, had a, we had the highest suicide rate on campus last year ever. Six people were successful in, 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 in a very short space of time in, in, in taking their own lives. And it's, it comes down to, to, to a, a wide variety of things, but the main thing is depression. And innovation doesn't need to be anything big. It can be as simple as a pair of socks. Can you see my socks? <laughs> okay, my socks were given to me by Lance Rothschild, who is the um, head of the Liberty Radio Awards. Um, and the socks say at the bottom, keep smiling. And it's just such a simple thing. He's got a whole campaign um, behind it, but I'll let him talk to you about it because, um, yeah, he's not taking my time. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is he is innovating by giving back. And it's as simple as giving somebody a pair of socks and saying, keep smiling. And the first thing that you do in the morning is you put on your socks and you go, and it's corny, I know. But I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm definitely wearing these socks today because I'm going to carry on keeping on smiling. And Element Skateboards is a brand that, that for those of you who are, who are studying how to innovate um, on social media and studying how to go back to basics, take a look at Element Skateboards on Instagram. This is one of the campaigns that they've launched where basically they've taken each of their professional skateboarders and and they've um, taken photos of animals that represent these people, um, and they are now printing boards. The profit of these skateboards will go to uh, National Geographic and, and, and Nature Conservation. Okay, so just very quickly, because I have now run out of time. Um, Here the Sites was a campaign that was, uh, that was aimed at Max, mainly, but it also came into play like this. This uh, young lady over here, um, her name is Corin Swart. She's the principal of the Prince of School for the Visually Impaired. Um, and as you can see, we made it a wine tasting. Um, now, what, why this is important is because in front of me, there was a young person at this wine tasting who was, um, who was smelling wine. And um, I could only imagine, if you, can only, if, if, you, if, if you smell wine, what you see with just your nose. Because this person was visually impaired. And uh, her and I struck up a conversation because she came to me and she said, what do you do? And I said, well, I, on a daily basis, I take audio and I give it to people who can't see. And I've never used that phrase in my life before, but that's something that uh, she, she, she really resonated with. And she said, all right, cool. Well, I run the Prince of School for the Visually Impaired. It's the most astonishing institution in the world. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, 
So we came up with that idea right then and there. I said to her, my radio station and you need to get in the same room together and we need to do something together. And basically what we did was we came up with this idea to take a group of visually impaired people to the zoo. Now I know exactly what you're thinking, why the fuck would you do that? Um, the point is because the zoo is a very audible and sensational place. When you walk into the zoo, you smell the flamingos because the flamingos are right there. So there's that. Um, so this was the story. So we, we took our Tux FM presenters and our jocks um, and we took them to the, um, to, to, to the actual school and basically what they did was they blindfolded us for an hour. If you've ever had the misfortune of being blind for an hour, you will know how absolutely scary it, 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 this is. And every single one of us take it for, for granted. I do it all the time. Um, but it's, it's, it's extremely scary how, 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 this, how this whole thing took place. Um, but the point is, what we learned was um, how to physically walk around with, with, with a group of visually impaired people. Um, the story goes a little bit further than this. Um, as a programming manager, um, and this is where my fantastic um, station manager, Leanne Kunz, comes into play. When I bring an idea like this to her, she supports me 100%, regardless of, of and she will, she will take my ideas because I come with these ideas, and she will sit down and go, okay, cool. We don't have the budget, but it's fine. Let's, let's take a look at it. And she supports me 100%. Another aspect is that the moment, especially in student radio, the moment that you have the support of the crew is the moment that you are away and laughing. You're out the gates, and I've got a fantastic crew, and um, Layla was talking about how amazing hers is. I'm not going to say that mine is better, but it is. <laughs> um, all right, so, so this, was, this was them making sandwiches the night before. Um, we, I, I, we got donations. Uh, this, this, this actually cost the radio station nothing um, f to do. Um, we got donations. This is us at the zoo. I'm sorry, I know, I know that I'm rushing, but I want to show you how this actually works. Okay, so if you take a look at this photo, play, you fuck. Okay, I have. Okay, um, all right, I'll, I'll come back to that. Uh, because if you take a look at this photo, um, it's, a little bit, uh, it, it, it's a little bit difficult to see. But this person over here is, a, um, is one of the Tux of M presenters. This person over here is 100% blind. I um, mean, if you notice how she has got her hand over... Um, over, the, the, over her shoulder, um, yeah, you, 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 you'll see that it was quite easy for us to actually take people around. Um, so I'm skipping through. Um, we won't listen to audio today, but what I want to introduce to you is the tactile aids that we had. So um, can, can I get a volunteer, please? Shop. Okay. I'm going to put on my leather jacket for this. What I want you to do is, Ipilene, can I ask you to do me a favor, please? If you take a look at this photo, this is a tactile aid. Um, what this person is doing is, is they're measuring how big, a, how big the wings, wingspan of, a, um, uh, of an albatross is. So we decided, because, we, because the zoo doesn't have as, 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 as many tactile aids as possible, we decided to, um, to, to, to bring our own. So this was one that we did. Okay, I want you to look at me. I don't want you to look at the slide. I want every single one of you to look at the animal that I'm describing. Okay, Ipilang, press left. What I want you to do is... I want you to grab hold of my arm, no, over here, and I want you to squeeze as hard as possible. Okay, do you feel that? Do you feel muscle moving? Okay, that's what the animal that I'm trying to describe to you does. Now turn around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I need another volunteer, please. Actually, actually, just grab a grab a, a sponge, all of you. 
Okay, take that sponge and rub it against the back of your hand, the, the rough side. Okay, the animal that I'm next going to describe to you is a predator with one of the roughest tongues in the, um, in, in the, in, in the animal kingdom. Um, the animal that I'm obviously describing is a tiger. That's what it feels like to have a, yeah. All right, and then this one is, and then this one is my most favorite. Who is a little bit brave? Okay, please will you come to the front? And you as well, please. It's not a spider, it's not a spider. Okay, all right, what I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes, okay? So I'm going to describe this animal to you. This animal has got one of the most interesting skins in the world. Now, imagine this. This is sparkling water, by the way. I'm going to put something in your cups, and then I want you to... I knew that was going to happen. I want you to take a sip of what I'm putting into your cup and hold it in your mouth for a second. Yes, please. Please do it now. Hold it in your mouth for a second. Okay, does it sting a little bit? Okay, open your eyes. If you were to shrink this animal down and put it in your mouth, that's what, that is what it would feel like. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ippling. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so, so I, there's, there's a whole bunch of videos and, and a whole bunch of audio that I'd love you to hear. Um, uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, if, if you genuinely want, want to see it, um, I'll, I'll drop box it to you. Um, but, but in summation, ladies and gentlemen, and there's, there's a whole bunch of awesome, awesome, awesome people who really helped us on, the, on, on this journey. In summation, what we did was we took a group of, 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 of presenters to the zoo. And we made the presenters present the animals to, 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 to a group of people who couldn't see them. And we learned a whole bunch. And in quick summation, how do you innovate like a radio station? And the reason why I'm saying innovate is because that's exactly what we did. We took a very, very complex system of things and we, and, and we brought it all the way down. In summation, how do you in, in, innovate like a student radio station? You simplify. We don't have the resources, so let's not even try. You explore. I haven't been to the zoo since I was 12. I got to go to the zoo, on, and I got to be paid there. Um, use what's around you. Look at all of the tactile aids that I've got. None of this is something that you can't find in your local spa. It cost me 57 rand to put together this kit. Think big, act small. It's one of the most important things that I've learned from commercial radio stations, is they, act, they, they, they think small and act big. And this is something that we, as campus radio stations, can change and focus on one goal. So the one goal was to have that one person listen to Tux FM and that one person to experience um, what it's like to broadcast to another person and that's exactly what we did. And the last thing that I'm gonna leave you with ladies and gentlemen is have some fucking fun for fun's sakes. Uh, thank you so much Mike for that presentation. I think we certainly learned a lot and I think if there's anything we can take away from that is, is impact. I think a lot of the time we have events or do CSI work and we see a hundred people at this event or a thousand people, but how many people do we actually really impact by what you are doing? And I think this really, really speaks to impact that you genuinely worked with these people. Yeah. Can I just say, and it's, it's something that I don't, I really don't want this to be a highlight of this presentation. But we did this 
campaign. We submitted it to the, to, to the Liberty Radio Awards. This is us winning the best radio innovation at this year's awards. I would, I would just like to highlight, and I want to use this as, as inspiration for you, because next year I don't want to see us as the only people there, or the only um, campus station there. The, the other people who were involved in, in, or the other people who were nominated was Jacaranda, KaiFM, East Coast Radio, and, uh, and, and, and Smile, and we won. So next year, we want to see PUC FM, CUT, MFM, SMU FM, yeah, yeah, cool.